Hey, how's it going? My name is Stephen Marks and welcome to the Spirit and Truth podcast. My purpose with all of these teachings is to equip you with the word of God and help you understand your authority, your power, your victory and mission as a believer in Jesus Christ. So you go from glory to glory and victory to victory by the power of Holy Spirit who lives in you. So enjoy, God bless and let's get our generation saved. All right, welcome to episode one of kind of my first season. Um, I was praying this morning and I felt the Lord just really speak to my spirit about it's important that people know how to pray. Um, And so I'm going to do the first series I'm going to be doing is about praying and it's kind of the secrets to answered prayer. I think there's a lot of people who think prayer is just like sitting down quietly, saying things to God in the hope that something happens, but that's not quite correct. Um, And there's actually a real way to do this properly, do it effectively, receive results and actually build testimony with it that builds your faith and other people's faith to receive. And it's going to transform your walk with the Lord. So I pray this blesses you. Um, I know it did me. The moment I started taking this seriously, I actually started to see results. So maybe um, just a quick testimony. Um, I I remember I, I hated prayer. I couldn't stand it. Um, I just found I was I was never really, you know, praying and seeing the results. I've never recorded them. I've never really pressed in. And then I felt the Lord tell me to teach on it one day. And I did. And I remember at the end of the, the little like sermon slash teaching time, um, I just went through this time of like intensive authoritative prayer where I was praying big prayers and, and just saying, Lord, like I am calling you to your word. Like you say you're faithful. All right, cool. This is what I'm asking in the name of Jesus. And I'm receiving it now and I'm going on my way. One of the things I prayed for, uh, a ministry team of mine um, and myself, we're heading down to Florida. And I said, Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus for full provision for everything, Lord, cars, accommodation, food, everything. Father, I call it done. We need full provision to get there. We're hungry and thirsty for you. Please make it happen. Within 14 days of that prayer, we had a multimillionaire come in and say, hey, we've just bought you guys a house for the entire team for your time in Florida, fully funded. You know, we're so excited to be with you, which is massive. Another one was I prayed and actually asked the Lord for a suit. I needed a suit. I'm going to Florida. Um, I wanted to look the part. I wanted to present myself really well. And I've really been wanting to up the standard, but it's just they're pricey, you know. And so I, I just said, Lord, I'm going to trust. I've been faithful. I've been tithing. I've been giving. I've been doing all these things. I want a suit, Lord. And I ask it now in the name of Jesus. And next thing you know, it was like 14 days later as well. I, I got blessed with some money. Asked my wife, I said, can we spend um, some of this money on a suit? She started crying. I said, why? She said, well, like a week ago, the Lord actually spoke to my heart and said, I've got to start saving up for a suit for you, Um, which is just crazy. And it was funny because literally when I received the money, I Googled suits. And the first suit that popped up was this beautiful like blue um, and white checkered suit. And I was like, wow, goodness, this is going to be amazing. I absolutely love this one. So when I went and asked Shani, I said, hey, can we do this? She started crying. She said she's already going to be saving up for it. Um, and she wasn't aware that I was praying for it. And uh, then I said, okay, well, just so you know what I'm looking for. And I showed her a picture and she just started crying again. She said, you'll never believe it, but that's the exact suit that I've been saving up for. Look here. And she showed me on her phone how she's actually been like saving up for it. And she's gotten it already in the cart and stuff. So that was amazing. 
So that's just two testimonies of where prayer has actually made a massive impact in my life. And I'm not only talking about the things like, hey, Lord, please give us this daily bread and, you know, anything else is not accepted. And we just, you know, really happy scraping along. No, I'm saying you're praying for your heart's desires. You're praying and saying, Lord, how can I be a blessing this side of heaven? I ask for this, this and this, and I expect to receive this, this and this. In fact, I do. I receive it now by faith and I, I walk in faith and expectancy of that. All right. So a little bit of an introduction, a little bit of testimonies. Now, I'm going to do this in a bunch of different parts. So it's super easy to listen to, super easy to take these little bites of knowledge, like they're little, little gold nuggets, you know. So gold nugget number one, turn with me to Matthew 6, verse 5 to 15. That's what we're going to read. It says this, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they've received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in the secret place. That's what it says in the King James Version. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for your sorry for if you forgive others their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive others their trespasses neither will your heavenly father forgive you i also encourage you google um the lord's prayer um direct translation from aramaic which is what it was written in originally and what jesus would have spoken it in and it's actually so much deeper than what we read here and you'll actually be shocked um and it'll really challenge i think some of your belief with the Lord, but I let me just like unpack what I have for that little passage here. Firstly, in verse five, it says, and when you pray, biggest mistake believers are making is they just don't pray. It's not saying, and if you pray, it's saying when you pray. So point one, have a designated time that you pray on purpose, that you commit yourself. You're saying, Lord, I'm coming before you. I'm gonna pray. Have a prayer time. That is what it says. Actually have a prayer time. When you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand um, and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners where everyone can see them. Um, truly, I say to you, they've received their reward in full. That's it. They're, they're not actually going to get anything. Like, great. You can pray. So cool. I can always spot someone who prays publicly that doesn't pray privately. The reality is we need to be praying privately so then publicly we can be exalted by the Lord, not by other people. So check it out. Verse five, um, the end of it, truly I say to you, they've received their reward in full. Verse six, when you pray, again, go into your room. So point two, have a place. Have a time, have a place to pray. A specific place. When you sit down, I'm coming to war. I'm going to war. I'm going after this thing, right? Point two, have a place. Point three, shut the door. Honestly, for me, this is not a figurative thing. This is literal. I shut the door. I make an effort to turn off all Wi-Fi. I make an effort to get rid of every distraction. I turn it out and I sit before the Father. I get quiet 
And I say, Lord, this is my time with you. I'm going off to pray. I'm coming before you. I come before your throne with boldness, with confidence, because that's what your word says. And now I ask this, 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 and this. And I record what I ask, right? So there, shut the door. That's both like physically and spiritually. I'm talking about distractions. Get rid of everything else. Be private. Get alone. Get alone with the Father. Shut the door to all distractions. Cut out Wi-Fi. Cut out your phone. Cut out your computer. Cut out everything. It's amazing how the moment you sit down and purpose yourself to pray, there's going to be a million and one things that need to be done, but you can sit for hours watching Netflix and nothing happens, right? So when you pray, go to a specific place and shut the door. Cut out the distractions. Right. Now, check it out. And pray to your father who is in secret. A lot of people pray as if God is far away. But it's literally saying here, when you pray in your room, shut the door, pray to Father who is in secret. Where's that? Right there with you. He's there already. You're coming into his presence. He's not coming into yours. Does that make sense? You you have to pray understanding he is already there. He's been waiting for you. He's so excited that you've actually chosen to set aside every other thing that is going on and you're seeking him. You're spending time with him. You're considering him. You're wanting his will in your life and not your own. That's what prayer is all about. You pray to father who's there in the secret place with you. All right. So there you go. That's another point. Now I think I'm on to point four, right? Oh no, that was point four. Father is in the secret place. That is what I was saying. Father is in the secret place. Don't believe me? Go read John 16 verse 23. I'm going to leave that little nugget for you. Go now and check out John 16 verse 23 and, and, and dig into it yourself. All right, point five, receive his reward before leaving. This is what he says. And your father who sees in secret will reward you, right? He's there. He sees what's going on. He hears what's going on. Therefore, it says he will reward you. Not if you pray in the right way. Not if you pray enough. Not if you use cool words. Not if you do certain things. He sees it. He will reward you. Bang. That means you have to purpose it in your heart. Receive what you're asking by faith before you even leave. So when you say amen, it's done. It's not like you're waiting for it to happen. It's done. That's what you're saying. Father, thank you that it's done in the spirit. I receive it now and I cannot wait to see it in the physical. I give you praise now ahead of time. Use that faith receiving aspect within your life. Does that make sense? So good. All right. Point five. Father knows your needs. Thank him for meeting them and ask for the desires of your heart. Okay, Father knows the needs that you have. Thank him for meeting them and ask for the desires of your heart, right? That's what his word says. He says, those who ask, receive. Those who knock, the door will be opened. Those who seek, find. Those who earnestly desire the gifts, receive. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled, all right? It's the people who go after more that receive. So don't just be throwing yourself short, right? Aim for the best. Go after the greatest things. Get your hopes up. That's the point of prayer, right? Think about Hebrews 11. It says, now faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, or the other way around, the conviction of things 
hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. So it's not seen yet. I'm convicted of it now. It's calling what isn't as though it was the same way we are. We're called righteous even though we're to be made fully righteous, right? That's why we still need our glorified bodies. God's calling us something that we aren't, but we are in the spirit. Does that make sense? So good. All right, that's deep. Thank him for your for him meeting your needs, right? Matthew 6, 33. Thank him for meeting your needs and ask for the desires of your heart. Last point, speak to father the same way you would a well-respected man of God. Be short to the point, don't complain and listen more than you speak, right? A lot of the time we can get so caught up on complaining or maybe he wants to hear my opinion on X, Y, and Z. No, speak to father the same way you would a well-respected man of God. If Reinhard Bonnke came in, right? And he, he was standing around, you wouldn't be telling him a whole bunch of things. You'd be saying, what can I learn from you? And just listen. Hey, what have been some of your biggest regrets? What have been your biggest pieces of advice that you did really well? I want to know those things. I want to know what changed your ministry because I'm going to apply it in mine. And whatever you say, I'm going to apply word for word in my life. So I have the same receptiveness and respect for Father because he's even more deserving of it, right? Also, in your prayer, get it out. Be short to the point. Think about a shopping list. You don't write an essay to go shopping. You're to the point. You say, I need shoes, eggs, whatever, whatever, you know, you're specific. You don't just aimlessly walk around a shop looking at the aisles, hoping that eventually something's going to fall into your lap. Oh, Lord, I'm sitting here and whatever you want to give me, just give me. He's going to give you nothing, man. He's infinite. What the heck do you think he's going to give you? There's an infinity in front of him. Be specific. Lord, I need provision for Florida. Lord, I need an answer of where you want me to be going. Father, what subjects am I taking? Father, what do you want me to do with this money? Who can I bless? What do you have to say about this person? Lord, I love you. I praise you. I give you all the honor, all the glory. What am I pressing into? What am I speaking? What is the bullseye for this event? That is what you're saying. Be specific. Be short. Be to the point. Don't complain. Lord, it's so hard. Oh my goodness, this is so tough. I just can't hear you now. Don't say that. Don't complain. When the Israelites complained, it only caused problems. Instead, just thank God. If if you're feeling out of whack, keep quiet. Just keep quiet and, and look for the answer in scripture first and then pray God's word back to him. Does that make sense? In Numbers 14, I think, Moses actually prays to God saying, hey, this is what you spoke. So father, let it happen or God, let it happen. And then literally, I think it's, that was numbers 13, then numbers 14, it literally says, and the Lord did according to Moses' word, even though Moses quoted the Lord's word. Like it's so cool how Moses literally got credit for quoting God. God's a judge. He wants a strong case. That means there's got to be evidence. That means we've got to use the word of God in our prayer. So good. So that is praying and sorry, that is secrets to answered prayer. Episode one, I pray that was a blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. And I hope that every single one of these points that I'm going to be putting out changes your life. And if it does, hey, give me a review. Tell me what happened in your life. I want to hear about your testimonies and I want to give glory to God. It's his. It's not mine. This is the truth of his word. 
So in Jesus' name, be blessed and see you soon.